0: Do me a favor, turn to the person next to you tell them, hey, thanks for being in church tonight. Give them a nice thank you. Let them know that you are so glad that you're here. And do me a favor, why don't you go ahead and also welcome everybody that's watching for church online. Give them a shout so they can hear you. So glad that you're with us tonight. You're part of the family. Merry Christmas. Well, if it is your first time and I didn't get a chance to meet you yet, my name is Ryan. I'm the lead pastor here at Local City, and I love this service. This is one of my most favorite services of the entire year because we get to talk about Christmas. We get to talk about Christmas movies, just like RJ just did. We get to sing together, but most importantly, we get to talk about the greatest gift anyone has ever received, and that is the gift of Jesus. That's what we're celebrating that in the greatest act of generosity that has ever been shown God sent his son so that we could have life, eternal life, so we could know forgiveness and know freedom. And I love the beauty of the Christmas story. And I love that it's something we don't just celebrate one time a year. We believe that Jesus is not only a a one-time-a-year God, he is a for-your entire life God, and we would love to help you know him, experience him. Our vision for Local City is to help people in our community experience God, find freedom through life-giving community, know their purpose and then make a difference. So we'd love for you to come check out what God is doing in our house. Next week, you get to watch from home as we have a thing called Sabbath Sunday where you get to watch church online in your bed wherever you watch it from. We're going to send a service to you because we think it's a good opportunity to rest. If you didn't know this, our church sets up this beautiful place every single Sunday. Could you do me a favor? Give a shout out to all of our team members that help make tonight happen. They were here this morning, this afternoon, they'll be here after you leave, just making sure that you have an incredible experience because we know that God wanted you here and he wanted to tell you how much he loves you and cares for you. And we'd love to invite you back for the first Sunday of the year, which is January 7th at 10 a.m. right back here at Local City, we're throwing a party. It's gonna be a great time, but tonight, we're talking about the Christmas story. And if you wanna follow along with your notes, you can tap your phone to the disc in front of you. I know the guys kept saying, tap the disc. Maybe you're like, I'm tapping it and nothing's happening. You tap your phone to it and you can get the notes and all that good stuff. But tonight, I wanna tell you about how much and the reasons why I love the Christmas story. And it really goes back uh, just to celebrate the goodness and love that our Heavenly Father has for us. If you didn't know this, God constantly refers to himself, himself as our Father. It doesn't just start with Jesus where we talk about the Son of God. It goes all the way back to the very beginning where we, God tells us, hey, I am your father, I am your creator, I have given you purpose, I have given you life, and I'm here for you. And it reminds me of something that happened this week. I know we have our kids in here tonight, which is awesome. It's a little crazy, but we love having our families together for Christmas Eve because our family matters to God. And we believe we should be together a few times during the year for church. But this year we got one of those phone calls that made you panic real quick. I don't know if you've ever gotten one of these phone calls. I'll just preface it. It turned out to be nothing. But we got my wife and I got one of these phone calls that was like, why are we getting this and what's going on? Quickly stressed us out, okay? so. Uh, uh, a few weeks ago, or a couple weeks ago, I got a phone call, and they called me, and it was an automated, like, voicemail service from my son's school, my five-year-old son, Shepard, and it called, and it said, hey, Shepard was absent today, and I was like, that can't be true, uh, because I know Adrian dropped him off for school, and so quickly, in my mind, I'm like, what happened? What happened? Is he actually there or is he not? Did somehow someone swoop in and grab him right as he was walking from Carline into the school? Did he escape somehow? He's a really smart kid. Did he escape the classroom during recess? What happened? And then I, I text Adrian. I was like, hey, you brought Shepard to school today, right? And she was like, yes, I'm calling the front office right now to figure out what happened. And I was like, I'm, I was in like that anticipation period of like give me the answer, right? Like I'm staring at my phone just waiting for those three bubbles to tell me that Adrian's typing a response to me and hopefully it's a good response. And she said, oh, that automatically went out because he was a little late before they checked that he was present, so the absent calls went out. And I was like, oh, thank God, man. Because inside I was like, my son's gone. Someone took him, he ran away. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you've been in those moments before, But they're a little crazy. Nothing drains the energy out of you. Nothing drains the life out of you faster than getting something that is kind of out of your control that is some intense news that you weren't ready for. You have been there before? You got some intense news like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to handle this. Well, see, I think it's really important to understand that God refers to himself as our Heavenly Father because he is all about relationship. He is all about relationship. You see, when he created us, we... We're in paradise, he created us in the Garden of Eden, this beautiful place, better than anywhere you could possibly imagine, and he gave us a couple understandings of how we were gonna experience creation, we could enjoy it and have fun in it, but we also had to follow a couple responsibilities. And one of them was to not eat of this tree and stay away from it, but if you know yourself at all, you know human nature automatically when we hear that we can't do something, we wanna do it, even as adults, right? Like we love to, oh, my, I told you that uh, if you come to church, I said this a few weeks ago, my wife and I went to see one of our favorite comedians when he was here at the Amelie Arena, Nate Bergatstein, and it was awesome. But what they tell you right before is like, hey, put your phones away, no, video, no videoing the, the, the uh, comedy show, no taking pictures. And I'm kind of a rule follower in those scenarios because I don't want to get kicked out. But you, you, would, you wouldn't believe me if a ton, you see a ton of people around me taking out their phone, taking pictures, recording their favorite parts. I'm like, hey, you're not supposed to do that. And for me, it's like, okay, they were told not to, so they just wanted to, right? And I have kids, and I understand this. And so really, when we did that in the very beginning, it separated us from God. And there was really a disconnect from us and our Heavenly Father. And I believe just like that phone call that I got, God went into not panic mode because he is not panic, he's not a panic driven God, but he did step into his plan, which his plan forever was even when my kids step away from me and they go through separation because of the sin and things they're going to do, I have a plan to bring them back in. I have a plan to find them again. I have a plan to bring them back into the family of God, and it's going to be my son Jesus. I love what it says in Luke chapter two, verse 12. It says, and you will recognize Jesus by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. What I love about this verse is it's the angel giving the proclamation that Jesus is born. And he's giving the proclamation to a bunch of shepherds out in the fields, forgotten about type of crowd, People who had just kind of put their hands to the plow and been working out in the fields that night, and the angel shows up in the middle of the night and says, hey, you are going to have some good news tonight, and it's going to bring you great joy. And I love the personalization of this verse. I really tonight hope that you lean into the personalization of God through his son, Jesus. That when I talk about God, I'm not talking about some majestic figure or force or thing that we can't put skin to, or put substance to. It is a specific person. And it's really realized through the person of Jesus. And when it says in Luke chapter two, verse 12, you will recognize him. I love this idea that the angel tells the shepherds, hey, it's gonna be easy for you to find him. Can I tell you tonight, local city, it's easy for you to find Jesus. You're here in this room. He's here in this room as well. I know not to be like spooky or anything, but he says presence is here because he is omnipresent, so the presence of God, the presence of his son Jesus is here in this room with us. And I pray that you would recognize him through maybe the feelings of peace and hope and joy that you experience. But it says "And you'll recognize him by this sign. It doesn't just say you're gonna recognize him, it says you're gonna have a sign that's gonna show you who he is. Now, let's be honest here, how many love Getting Christmas gifts. Come on, everybody. Come on, come on. Now, I love giving them, but I love receiving them. You know that. And I brought a little Christmas gift with me. Don't worry. There's, you know, it's nothing too much in there right now. But I'm a big bag guy when it comes to gifts. I've told you this before. Like, I'm not a good gift wrapper. My wife is awesome at it. And I literally wrapped all my gifts. La- this is what my wife said. We love each other, but this is what she said. I wrapped all my gifts last night and put them under the tree. And I said, hey, guess what? This morning, I said, hey, guess what? wrapped all my gifts, put them under the tree. And she's like, are they ugly? I'm like, well, they don't look as nice as your wrapping paper with all the, like, the cute handwriting, but they're in some bags, and they look good, all right? They got some cool Santa designs on them, some fa-la-la, some ho-ho-ho, some no peeking. I got a, you know, one of her big gifts came to back, to no peeking, very nice. But I'm a big bag guy, wrap it up in the tissue paper, put it in a bag, because it's easy. But there's an important thing you have to do so people know whose gift it is. There's a specific tag, the to and from, right? And so I think today, if I could encourage you to lean into this verse, the angel says, hey, there's a big who on there, and it says, to you, from God, and here's the gift. You're gonna recognize him by this sign. Then he tells them exactly what the sign is gonna be, that you will find him wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Isn't that nice? Snuggly, what a great word. I like that word. I like to be snuggly. Maybe you like snuggly on Christmas. RJ, can you my coffee right there? Get a little sighted, a little choked up in this Christmas season. Um, but what I love about it is it says he's going to be wrapped snuggly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. He's going to be lying in a place of peace and rest. Can I encourage you that God's posture towards you right now is not one of force, not one of control. It's one of rest, one of, hey, you can approach this little baby in a manger because of the goodness that God has for you. And I think that can bring us so much joy. I saw this uh, Instagram reel I wanted to show you really quick. Turn your attention to the screen and look at the happiness of this kid talking about his Christmas play in school and the part that he got. This is super good. Guess
1: what I am for the nativity? I'm a classic one. Classic role, is it? Classic part? Yeah. Um, Joseph? No. Uh... uh... One of the three wise men. No. of the innkeepers? No. Um, um. But it's a classic part. Yeah. Okay. Um. You tell me then, because I'm um, door holder number three. I'll be holding doors. That's amazing. Holding doors for who? Um. Probably. Um. Joseph and Mary. Oh my gosh! Were you pleased when they said that? Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm a door holder Get in there, let's go, yes Whoa i will probably be dressed up as a door I don't think you're going to be a door I think you're going to be a door holder No, I'll have to wear like brown Really? Yeah, probably Excellent, that's, well, that's really smart, Milo
0: <laughs> I just, like, come on, give it up for Milo What a great little story I love that he's so excited that I get to be a part of the Christmas story And I want to tell you, you get to be a part of what God is doing right now, of what God wants to do in your life. What I hold here today is the greatest love letter that's ever been written, and it's the message of the love of God. And I can tell you tonight, maybe you're here in this place, and you're searching for reason, you're searching for purpose, you're searching for why's to all the what's that's going on in your life. Well, the, the title of our conversation tonight is that the answer is in the manger, the answer you're looking for was placed in a manger 2,000 years ago. And he was given a face, and he was given a body, and he was given a personality as he grew up. And he was the son of God. And he's as excited as Milo was that I get to be a door holder number three, let's go! Jesus is excited to hold the door for you so that you can step back into the relationship with your heavenly father. And he was excited to do it. Later on, scripture says that Jesus gave his life with joy. He endured the shame and the persecution of the cross so that you could be brought back into relationship with your heavenly Father. I pray that you would recognize Jesus tonight. I pray that you would know the answer is in the manger. I wanna unpack some really powerful things for you. One of them is I I love this quote from Timothy Keller about Jesus. He was an incredible pastor that passed away this past year. He says this, Jesus didn't come to tell us the answers to the questions of life, he came to be the answer. I think that's important for all of us to realize is that, listen, I don't know all the questions you may have, there's probably a lot of questions, there's probably a lot of reasons, a lot of wonderings that you have, but can I tell you tonight that the answer is and will always be Jesus. Yeah, we can give it up for that because that's powerful stuff. You see, the answer is not getting more, the answer is not achieving more, the answer is not the specific job status or the specific relationship status because when you chase those things, every time you get them, you realize they don't fulfill you and you wanna chase more. The only thing that you chase when you get it, you realize he was always chasing you and that he is more than you need and he is giving you life to the full is the son of God and is the person Jesus. Here's the main point for tonight. It's that Christmas shows us that God really is for us. It's truly good news of great joy. The angel didn't announce to the shepherds, hey, guess what? Got some big stuff coming your way. You're going have to get your life right. You're gonna have to do these things correctly. You're gonna have to earn your way back into the family of God. No, he says, I have good news for you of great joy, reminding you tonight that God is for you. God is with you, God is here in this place. And God stepped down from heaven in his son Jesus to throw his arms wide and be the greatest gift and show you how much he loves you and how much worth you have in his eyes. See, it's important to realize that God stepped down from heaven. It's important to realize that God just didn't shout how much he loves us from heaven, but he stepped down to this earth through his son Jesus. I wrote it down in my journal this way, It's said if Jesus was just a man, he could understand you but not help you. If Jesus was only God, he could help you but not understand you. But because Jesus was both God and man, he understands you and he can help you. I don't know what you're going through, but I promise you Jesus understands it. I don't don't know how big the situation is and and maybe you're just here in this place because you're giving God one last chance to speak to you. I want you to know God wants to help you. He understands what's brought you to this moment. He understands the pain and difficulties. He understands the blessings and good things that has happened in your life. He simply wants to be your answer tonight. And maybe it's one of these things, and I'll give you these real quick. From Isaiah chapter nine, verse six, you saw the verse earlier. Let's read it again, because I think it's really powerful in this Christmas season. It's that, for a child is born to us. Everyone say, to us. Say, to me. Say to you, point us, give him an elbow, wake him up, say to you, for a child is born to you. A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, amen to that, (laughs) and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. As I invite the band up tonight, I'm gonna give you these quick things, and I want you to think about them. I want you to maybe take some pictures or write them down so you can hold on to them. During this Christmas season, but I want to take just a few minutes and unpack each of these words. Let me give you some context of what Isaiah is doing. Isaiah was a prophet in the Old Testament. This was prophesied hundreds of years before Jesus was even born. And who Isaiah is talking to is the country of Judah. Now Judah had been exiled, they had been persecuted, they had been hurt, and God kept telling them that, "Hey, I'm going to be there for you, I'm going to help you. I understand what you're going through." And as it seemed, as God continued to say that, their enemies continued to get stronger. Their situations got more difficult. But Isaiah brings this prophecy. The voice of God speaks this prophecy and says, hey, I know it's difficult right now, but here's what's going to happen. A child is gonna be born to us. The son of God is gonna be given to us. And all the issues of government and culture and whatever's going on is gonna rest on his shoulders, meaning he has the authority. And you'll be able to call him something, I love that we get names that we can call Jesus and maybe you need them tonight. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let me unpack these for you really quick as we begin to close. The first one is wonderful. I love that word. When the Bible says that we can call Jesus wonderful, it is telling us that he is the answer to the greatest need in our lives. You need something to wonder about, But most importantly, you need something to worship. And too many times I think we waste our whole year worshiping and giving attention to things that can't do anything for us. I say it this way, they may medicate us, but they won't heal us. They they may give us quickness of happiness, but they won't ultimately satisfy us with fullness and joy. When you can call Jesus wonderful, it means that he is the answer to the greatest need in your life, and your need is God. All of us have that hole in our heart that will never be filled until we surrender our life to Jesus. But it doesn't just stop there. It says that he is our wonderful counselor, meaning that Jesus is the answer to the decisions of our lives. You're facing a difficult decision today. You're facing a difficult decision in your family or in your job. Let the counselor of counselors counsel you. Let Jesus speak to you tonight. It says he's our mighty God, which means he is the answer to the battles of our lives. Maybe you're going through a battle right now. Maybe physically, or medically, or financially, or in your job, or relationally, maybe even spiritually. You feel like you've been going through a battle. You're like, thank God 2023 is getting done because it was hard. It was a battle, but when it says mighty God, it means that our God is stronger than anything that we may face doesn't mean that we may not walk through battles, but it does mean that on the other side, we are always going to see victory because of Jesus. He's the answer to the battles. And the last one is this, that he gives us access to our everlasting father, meaning that he is the answer to the loneliness of our lives. There's actually one more, so kudos, one more. <laughs> but he is the answer to the loneliness of our lives. What does it say in the book of Psalms? It says that God loves to place the lonely in families. God wants to place you in his family tonight. And it starts with that little baby that was wrapped in snuggly clothes, lying in a manger. The answer is right there. And maybe you are going through a difficult season right now. You just feel like it's one thing after the other. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace, meaning that he is the answer to the storms of our lives. Before we step into our candlelight moment moment this evening, I wanted the team just to sing one of my favorite carols over you tonight. And I want you to think about those words, wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Which one do you need a touch from God in tonight? Is it in your storms? Is it in your battles? Is it it in your loneliness? Is it just an answer that you need of the greatest need in your life is Jesus? I pray that you would give God a chance to speak to you as the team sings one of my favorite carols, Away in a Manger, where the answer is tonight. The greatest gift the world has ever received was wrapped, placed, and it was the Son of God. And tonight we can simply respond, I love thee, Lord Jesus. I love that name, Lord Jesus. It's reminding him that he is God and we are not. He is Lord of it all. And tonight as we close, we're gonna step into one of our most favorite traditions that Christmas Eve services all across the world do, and that's our candlelight moment. And I thought as I was thinking about my little Santa gift bag, I was like, yeah, should I place something in it? And I thought about what we do in this candlelight moment. It's reminding us that we do have this one life that we've been given. God has placed this gift of life in our hands. He has breathed life into us. But the thing is, I can never light this candle unless I do one thing and that's to hold it up to a flame that I can't produce. Hold it up to some sort of strength, foundation, light that I can never produce on my own. I can get a a lighter, I can do this, but I cannot light this on my own. I cannot fill my life on my own. I can never do what I was created to do on my own. See, tonight I pray that you would simply take a moment, take a deep breath, Maybe lean down in your posture right now and say, Jesus, I need you. And I can never be who I was created to be. I can never achieve that full life on my own. It's when I kneel down and let you light my life as the son of God on that beautiful night when you came to this earth. Before we light this candle, I would encourage you, close your eyes with me. Maybe you're here in this room. You felt lonely, you felt distant from God. You felt like he's so far away. I want you to know tonight, just like the angels told the shepherds that you will recognize him by this sign. And I believe tonight the sign is that you're here in church. and God is speaking to you in this moment. I love you. I wanna have a relationship with you. And I just wanna give you a moment before we step into this candlelight experience to pray this prayer with me. We're all gonna pray it together, but maybe for you tonight, it's the first time you've ever prayed it. Maybe for you tonight, it's a moment of rededication and resurrendering to the Lord. Well, local city, would you just pray this prayer with me? Would you say, dear Jesus, I give you my life. Forgive me and free me and fill me. Tonight, I give you my life. Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, tonight we're going to, as my wife sings, take this candlelight. moment. would you stand to your feet as we do this? And I love this moment where we get to realize that, hey, it wasn't about just Jesus coming to an individual candle, an individual life. The beauty is that he came for us all. It says that for God so loved the world that he gave his son Jesus. So let's share that light with each other tonight and let's lift up this powerful carol of the holy night of God that Jesus came to this earth, this earth and this world to be our greatest gift. Thank you so much for joining us on the Local City Podcast. I want to encourage you to take the message you just heard and allow it to go deeply into your heart. Let Jesus do the deep work that only he can do. A special thank you to everyone who gives to Local City Church. Your generosity makes this podcast possible and creates life change for so many people. You can be a part of spreading this message by going to localcity.church/give. You can also subscribe, rate, and share this message with your family and friends. Thanks again for listening. God bless you. Have a great day.